Welcome to the Stadia and Cloud Gaming Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, Sonny, and after being pestered by so many people to finally start a podcast, so it makes it a little easier for you guys to listen to on the road, here I am. I'm not sure in which direction I'll take this podcast. If I'm being kind of honest with you guys, I'm pretty new to the scene, and I can be pretty analytical, which is why I feel I have some success with YouTube. But what this podcast, for the most part, aims to be is just a guy with no script. I pick a topic and we talk about it. Maybe it's a topic that you guys pick out that I go ahead and just talk about or we just flat out cover the news and the world of what's happening with Stadia and cloud gaming in general. With that, in today's first episode, I wanted to briefly touch on my history with cloud gaming and then just talk the state of Stadia completely unfiltered for 2021. Of course, if you guys want to see this podcast a little sooner, being a member on my YouTube channel or Patreon will grant you access a little earlier. With that, let's go ahead and start this. And I basically started with cloud gaming in early 2019 and I was not convinced that the tech was ready. And what's interesting is I started learning a little bit about GeForce Now, and I actually been try- had been trying GeForce Now for quite some time, but for me, it just wasn't smooth. It wasn't good. Then I started to hear about Stadia, and I said to myself, okay, let's go ahead and take a look at this. And I started the YouTube channel with a partner who I no longer work with now, but he's the one who basically convinced me that, hey, this, this tech in this future is here. Then it's funny, I still wasn't convinced even up until Stadia launch and when that finally did launch I went ahead and just said okay this thing really works and it works really good and it pretty much shocked me even though it definitely launched with a lot of issues it it brought me to the dance in terms of believing that cloud gaming is definitely here and ready to go and essentially that's my history in a short while now I've covered different things over the years I covered the Nintendo Switch for about a year I'm still for the most part I like to say I'm still pretty new to YouTube And now, of course, doing this podcast stuff and these things always evolve into a certain way. And I feel like I've gotten a lot better. I'm sure from this first podcast to my hundredth podcast, they're all going to sound and look different. But this has been such a fun journey and more than anything, getting to know all of you, the viewers and getting to pretty much make friends for life, which is something that I never in my wildest dreams expected. This is one of the best communities out there. With that, though, we're going to go ahead and just, you know, we're going to just talk Stadia on this channel. We can, like I said, we're going to talk some news. We'll talk about in the world of what's happening outside of Stadia as well, because I think it's really important. As a guy who really does enjoy Stadia the most out of all the services, it's important to know what's going on with other services because that does affect the landscape. And honestly, some of these services get really reactionary to Stadia, which I find pretty, pretty funny. But uh, for the most part, we're going to go ahead and just dive into some Stadia and talk about what I feel for the future of this platform for 2021. And I have to say it's a bright future. If you guys haven't already heard the news, Jack Buser, uh, the head of Stadia Games, essentially came out not long ago mentioning 400 games were coming to the service from essentially, I think it was a little unclear, from essentially from 2021 all the way to, but I guess 2023. So it was a little unclear. For me, I'm guessing that he's undershooting. I expect to see more than 400 games. They kind of did that this past year in 2020 when they said 120 games. This was January like 16th or 17th. They said 120 games were coming for the year of January and they undershot, which is impressive when you think about the fact that COVID really had an impact in the gaming industry. So then to see that they actually overshot it and we got about 135 games, 134 around there. 
it, it was really impressive how Stadia came out with as many features as it did, all the games that it did, and it really made a big impact in the gaming world. Of course, what all brought it all together more than anything was Cyberpunk, and it made a lot of people realize, yo, this thing really works. This is an impressive piece of tech. Unfortunately, it took as long as Cyberpunk to pretty much be a mess everywhere else for people to really see the potential that this service has and it's a bit unfortunate but either way i'm glad and that's just going to continue to happen you're going to see a lot of these older generation consoles continue to struggle for the next year at least this year they're going to struggle to run some of these newer games that continue to come out that are being made for next gen because let's face facts it's taking a very long time for people to get the new generation consoles in their hands I mean, there's just so much demand for it. People are ready to move on. I mean, the old Xboxes, the old PlayStations are, what, seven years old now. And, you know, cloud gaming bridges that gap. And I think one of the best things, no, the absolute best thing that I have been seeing for many weeks now is people just messaging me on a, I mean, this is a constant basis. I'm getting this all the time. People are saying, hey, Sonny. My goodness, it's because of you. I am playing Stadia and I'm enjoying it. And I don't know what that ever means. Like, it really confuses me. Do people just, like, watch the news videos and they go, okay, this guy's talking about it. He has some enthusiasm about it. And then they choose it. Are they seeing me play a video game? And then they're going, oh, he looks like he's having fun and no hiccups. And so then I convince him. I never know what it means. But I have gotten, I think at this point, probably hundreds of messages of how people have been enjoying Stadia because they've seen my channel. And it's funny because I think it's one of those things that just kind of always blows me away. But either way, I think the future for Stadia is just getting more and more insane, more and more crazy because it's not just a platform that's going to continue to have games on a normal basis. But I think the thing that excites me the most about Stadia has to be the potential for cloud only titles. We're talking uh, advanced AI. I mean, if you've seen some of the stuff that I have not talked about in uh, news videos because it's so like in depth, but some of the things that Jade Raymond, if you guys don't know who Jade Raymond is, I think she's the head of, I kind of forget at the top of my head right now, but she's one of the bosses of, I guess, like the studios or something. And I could be wrong on that, but she's an important piece of the puzzle when it comes to what the Stadia Games and Entertainment is actually producing. And one of the things that she consistently says is that she's looking for future worlds and future games where there's like persistent worlds where people are running around maybe doing things if you guys ever played a game called star wars galaxies it's like a game where uh you had farmers and you had armor smiths and you had weapon smiths and you had like this symbiotic relationship with all the community and people working together and it's just like this big living breathing world that's exactly the type of games jade raymond is looking at now that's something that i don't think we would see for many many years now and for me i keep saying hey keep it simple I would love to just see a simple battle royale multiplayer game that has like stream connect, you know, uh, Stadia features like crowd play, crowd, uh, crowd choice, all those types of just simple features that we already know about and then make it to where it's a very community based game online game. And a lot of people like to say, well, Sonny, how would a game like that work on Stadia? Because the player base is still low, even despite, you know, this big surge of new Stadia users that we've gotten. And I would say that if the game is good enough, it's going to bring people to 
to the dance. It's going to bring people onto the platform and they're going to want to try out a game like this because it's so new. It's so revolutionary. People have never seen these features before. It's like we have all these cool features like Stream Connect and Crowd Play, Crowd Choice, which admittedly those last two have been on Twitch, but at least something like Stream Connect to me is a really cool piece of, of a feature. And I love, I would love to see it in like a battle royale made by Stadia, but it doesn't have to be a battle royale. We can have all sorts of types of games that are multiplayer based that incorporate. I mean, you think about a Minecraft simple type of world where you do have something like Stream Connect, but then you have all these other features and they're just working together. And so that's what excites me the most about Stadia. I think that is the thing that really separates Stadia from all the other platforms. Now, I'm not going to touch on a lot of the other platforms like GeForce Now, xCloud, and all those types of different things on this podcast specifically. But I will as time goes on, especially xCloud and GeForce Now, because they are making a lot of moves. Like I said, I won't go deep into those, but there is definitely a lot of reactionary, which I've seen which these services reacting to Stadia. And I guess the question that I have for most of these other services, including Luna, by the way, is are they ever going to have a true dedicated platform that's just meant for cloud gamers and that's it? Because when you start to intertwine all these different things like you can with Xbox, with like being able to play on the PC platforms, there's going to be a market for that and it's cool. But I think what has the potential for some explosive growth on its complete own, which is why I think Stadia is number one and xCloud is kind of number two because it already has a built-in ecosystem. But with Stadia, you're going to have the potential to bring new people because we are going to see stuff that's never been seen anywhere else. I honestly see things like Luna and I think, okay, it's a Netflix style for gaming. There's going to be an audience that wants that. But guess what? I think Stadia is going to continue to match that as they continue to have more and more games. And I think Luna is going to kind of fall out of place a little bit and they're going to have to continue to step up their game. GeForce Now, I think, is always going to have an audience again because they can go ahead and cater to just the PC gamers. But again, Stadia is where it's at because it's going to create cloud only titles, uh, cloud only features as well. And it's really, really an exciting future. Another thing that I want to touch on that I think Stadia right now can definitely make a mark that a lot of people aren't realizing. And these, like I said, these are things that I don't get a chance to really talk to and think about and say in a news video because when I'm usually making those ty that type of content, I'm having to be so specific as to what's coming out at the time. So what I like about these podcasts is now I get to talk about some of those things. And one of the things that I think people don't realize as well, and it's something that I have talked about in the past before on live streams, is the reach that Stadia is going to continue to have over the years. What people don't understand right now is that mobile gaming right now is exploding at an insane, insane growth. If actually, if you were to look up what some of the most streamed content is, you're going to see nothing but other countries like India and uh, China and stuff like that. And you're going to see some of the mobile games. All of those are the ones that have taken off the most and they have exploded in growth. And it makes a lot of sense. They're really easy to get into. You can play them right away. You don't really have an investment and it's just simple and easy and quick well guess what what do you think stadia is aiming for they're literally aiming for all those things the difference is you're trying to bring that quality up over that mobile gaming and i honestly feel that 
If you're somebody that doubts cloud gaming, you are not paying attention to the trends right now. Now, I've said this plenty of times. I think there's always going to be a place for uh, hardware. There's always going to be a place for that type of stuff. Xboxes, Playstations, those aren't going away anytime soon. PC gaming is actually definitely not going away. It's actually been growing, uh, which is pretty shocking to believe that PC gaming is still growing. Is still growing, But it makes a lot of sense because as somebody who myself was a console gamer when I was just a kid and then I saw PC gaming, well, one is superior to the other. And it's funny because cloud gaming, while I don't think it's superior to obviously the top end PC gaming, what it does is it takes away some of the weaknesses of what I feel console gaming has, which is just being kind of, you know, pretty restrictive. The boxes themselves are restrictive. You can't do so much. You can only have a hundred player Fortnite battles and everything has to be catered to those consoles. But cloud gaming just takes the limits to another level. And you're going to continue to see insane, insane growth as time goes on because a lot of these other countries who have never gotten a chance to sniff, you know, some of the high end gaming are now going to have that opportunity with something like Stadia. Of course, there is other cloud services that are vying for other countries. But so far, none of them have come close again to reaching the performance and the essentially the consistency that Stadia has. So as the future, in my opinion, continues to go on, and of course, this is my opinion, though there is trends, there is things that are showing that cloud gaming is exploding, there's charts, all that stuff's out there if you actually want to find it. I've looked at it. And I have studied it, but I don't like I can't memorize it. If not, I'd be spitting out numbers for you guys. But it is explosive growth growing in the billions of dollars in the years of head. Stadia is going to be right up there. And it's funny because even smaller services like Shadow are still seeing this niche uh, audience that they're getting. And they're still as well. They're, they're doing really well and they are exceeding expectations. So imagine something like Stadia, Google, the power of Google and everything Google has going for it. But we're talking about... The, putting in the hands of millions and millions of potential gamers who have never gotten to see triple a titles. It's impossible to afford a console in those, in these other countries. If you guys don't realize when you go to another country, like I have, and I've spent some time in Mexico, even the last generation of hardware is going to be almost original full price box price. The same happens in other countries. I have gotten stories of other places um, right now. I can't think at the top of my head, but there's one country in specifically that really has to pay up the butt for like some real for just a normal title, normal cartridge, normal CD. There's no more cartridge unless you're playing the Nintendo Switch. Uh, they have to pay essentially full price. There's no discounts, and it's just because of all the taxes and all the things that are associated when you're bringing those titles. Of course, there is a lot of pirating that happens a lot too. But I think cloud gaming is going to be finally that bridge for a lot of people. So it's going to be really interesting, really funny. If you're somebody who has invested in Stadia and you're more worried about like, you know, the future or what's going to happen, if you think it's going to shut down, or if you don't think there's going to be enough players, I would definitely not worry at all. It's going to it might take some time. It might take some time. I'm not going to completely homer you here and tell you everything's going to be peachy and rosy. Nothing's ever guaranteed in life, right? But I feel really confident in this. And what's funny is I think Stadia is not only leading at the forefront of all this, but I think a lot of these other services are going to start copying. You already saw it with recent news of Bill Spencer from xCloud talking about how they're going to start selling games and they're going to let people purchase games for their for the cloud only portion of it, which I find really funny. I felt that it was just a matter of time. 
Give it some time, you're going to see Luna do the same thing. Because Stadia found the perfect balance of how to really get this out to gamers. We're talking going ahead and doing this via uh, a Netflix style with the 30 types of games that you can get right now. Doing this where you can purchase and own your game. And it's funny because a lot of people say, well, you know, you're not really purchasing your game it's 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 all of it. It's, it's just another way to take away the ability for you to have ownership over your title. But of course, when you buy a digital sale off PlayStation or Xbox, it's the exact same thing. So it just kind of cracks me up. The same people will say, "Oh, but you need to download the game. You can download the game, but then you can still play it." Well, not true because you'll never have the hardware space, or you have to buy a ton of hardware. But if you do download it, then a lot of times you can't even launch your game because your system's not up to date, and you always have to be plugged into the internet. So I just find it really funny that all these services you're going to continue to see this evolution continue right now and it's going to be really fun to watch a lot of these services are going to be competing stadia though is going to continue to lead the forefront and one thing that i did want to say is i think right now you're going to see stadia evolve little by little as well you're going to see that netflix style in a recent interview with john justice he actually mentioned that they're very much aware of the pricing models that people really want to see and of course one of those pricing models is the netflix style and it makes a lot of sense xbox a game pass has got what up 150 titles right now they're adding ea play they're looking to get ubisoft plus they're fully aware of that the thing is that the stadia library is still too small to pull that off they're honestly giving you as many games as i think they can right now 30 plus games at the moment of the time of this podcast but what's funny if you've been around since the beginning you have 60 plus games and it's funny i own about 80 no almost 90 titles now on my stadia library when there's 135 games it's pretty funny i've owned i own almost all the games and i've played almost every single game there's a lot of indie games i haven't gotten my chance to mess with but it's just really, really funny to see how this is going to play out in the years ahead. 2021 is going to be looking to see a lot of cool things. We're going to start seeing some of these uh, partner studios finally putting out some games, which is really important. We're going to continue to see TV Android. I'm sorry, I always say that backwards. Android TV. We're going to start seeing support for that. And I think that's very important. You're going to see more countries, which is very, 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 very important. Like I said earlier in this podcast, you're going to continue to see more of an extension of more getting this out to more people. And what's funny is that Stadia just did such a great job at getting so many features out that this year we were all on pins and needles in 2020 waiting for so many different features. Where was family sharing? You know, where was these, this UI, where was all these different things? And now we're going to, we've already gotten all those and 2021 is not going to have as many features coming, which I think is a good thing. They've just done such an excellent job and I have, it's been so fun to cover to see how this company has essentially turned what was that first month that was so disastrous and has slowly ramped it up. They learn from their mistakes. They listen to the community. That's really important. They're very, they're very plugged into the Reddit community, which is great. And I get that they run the Reddit themselves. I would love for them to pay attention just a little bit more to the YouTube community. We have so many great creators. They have so many good discussions. They bring up a ton of things that is really important. I actually feel, and I'm sure I'm going to insult some people out there, but I really do feel that the YouTube community is a lot better at the discussion pieces and really getting down to the nitty gritty of what 
the future of this platform can hold, what consumers are looking for, the negatives that are still existing within this platform. And of course, all the positives, I think we're way, way better than Reddit. Because when I go on Reddit on Stadia, all I see is memes. All I see is, oh my God, Stadia works so great on me. Uh, great for me. Oh, look at this. Like I'm playing it on my fridge, elevated about 10,000 feet in the air, all while the, all the while falling backwards. Like there's all sorts of ridiculous things like that. And those are really cool to see, but it gets flooded with that type of stuff. And I think the best uh, conversations are definitely within the YouTube community. So I hope they continue to watch out for us within these podcasts as well. So some of the best conversations are within these podcasts as well with you guys. And it's just been a lot of fun. The future of Stadia is looking to be so insanely bright. And let me tell you something. It's not going to be a perfect ride. There's going to be bumps along the road like there was in 2020. 2021 won't be any different. I'm going to personally continue to hold them accountable. And when we have held them accountable, they have come through almost every single time. It has been amazing to see. Does anybody remember the cyberpunk fiasco where we didn't have the game day and day and we all collectively, both Reddit, YouTube, articles were written out, videos were made on my channel where we made a big fuss on how that needed to be day and date, that it was a travesty. Well, guess what? Google went ahead and said, you know what, guys, you are correct. We need to do something about this. They did something about it. And guess what? It has paid off tenfold for them. And part of that was because of us as a community getting on them, lighting a fire under them and letting them be completely aware of what was going on. I don't want to take full credit as the entire community, but I definitely think we played our part. And that is what we're going to continue doing in 2021 because personally, and I think I speak for some of you guys out there as well, we want to see Stadia be at its best. We wanted to see it being taken serious, which we're starting to see, and we wanted to continue to see it to grow. And I think you guys are with me on that. All right, guys, that's it for me on this podcast. Please let me know if you enjoyed it. I'm going to need topics to talk about. So I would love to hear what you guys would love to hear me talk about that you wouldn't see in a normal video on Stadia, on my YouTube channel, or even anything cloud gaming related. Let me know. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm just going to talk my heart out. We're not going to have a script. I'm going to be terrible at talking. I'm not the best at these, but I'm going to try my best. And I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. Thank you guys for watching. Like always, I'm Sunny, and I'll see you guys in the cloud.